Are you ready to perform at your highest potential? Welcome to the Performance Matters podcast from GP Strategies. In each episode, we'll interview industry experts exploring best practices and innovative insights to help you and your organisation improve performance. So welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm Karen Ward, and my guests today are Danella Ezekiel and Margaret Bishop, two of our exec coaches and learning consultants at GP Strategies. So hi, Danella and Margaret. Thanks for joining us today to talk about virtual coaching. Uh, be great if you could introduce yourselves to our listeners and give us a quick overview of your experience and background. Um, Danella, maybe you'd like to go first? Oh, it's a great pleasure, actually. I think uh, I've been involved in executive coaching and team coaching for about 20 years. But I have to say, about 15 years ago, I was working in South Africa and would never have imagined doing anything except face-to-face coaching and training leaders to do their own face-to-face coaching, because that's how it was. And I then thought, well, if I have to work globally and virtually, that's it, I'll give up my career. Having had 15 years of virtual, because we've had to with global, it's an amazing experience, I think, to be able to see how one can really create such a shift in people's um, ability to work different, even if it is through virtual. So I'm uh, having been a skeptic, I'm very interested in now sharing some of our experience and probably going to learn a bit through our own podcast, actually. Um, so yeah, that's me. Fabulous. Thank you very much. Um, looking forward to it. And Margaret, maybe tell us a bit about yourself. So hello, yes, I'm also delighted to be here. I've been at GP Strategies for five years, and before that I had my own coaching consulting practice for more than 10. Um, I've worked in yeah many different sectors across different countries and cultures, and yeah, I've had various epiphanies over the years, not really expecting to like working virtually, um, but actually finding that it's there's something really magical about connecting people in so many different countries and, and across so many different sort of internal boundaries. And of course, we're we're working virtually now as we record this podcast. So um, yes, very uh, very pleased to be sharing what we've learned. Excellent. Yes, virtual is the um, the theme of the day, I think, isn't it? So um, yes. so why is coaching, and particularly, do you think virtual coaching is so important right now? Well, I think coaching is you know is is always particularly important in uncertainty. Um, you know, it gives leaders the space to explore you know really difficult challenges in a confidential and supportive setting. Um, and we all offer all sorts of coaching, one to one, executive, uh, team coaching, and we de- develop leaders as coaches and we supervise coaches. Um, but obviously, with the current situation, the coronavirus crisis, being able to offer this support virtually. Um, and with the same level of quality is is really vital. So, Danella, would you um, go with that? Why, you know, what do you think? Um, why do you think coaching is so critical in this mm. current crisis? Well, I'm going to use the word that I've heard on the news a lot lately: unprecedented. I think leaders are being faced now with unprecedented uncertainty and complexity, you know, within their organisations, and really having to um, deal with incomplete information confusing, competing dilemmas, you know, a total lack of predictability. And I think coaching is so important in in many ways to help leaders navigate through these times. That's the one aspect. The other bit, of course, is, as we know, people are working more and more at home uh, as the countries put into um, their protocols. And the need for connection can't be underestimated. Uh, People are feeling isolated. Even the most senior leaders 
who we think are sort of not, you know, um, are open to being able to work in different ways do feel isolated. And they need to think beyond themselves and their teams to their external stakeholders. So I think connection is a really important bit of it. And I'd say in three ways. One, uh, well, the one I've said, connecting because people and leaders feel isolated. Two, because I think leaders will have the, um, sometimes make the mistake of only looking at some of the things they have to produce and forgetting how to connect with their teams or just needing to find new ways to connect with their teams. And and thirdly, I think it's also because they will find different um, ways of connecting back to their own purpose uh, and and what's important even in times of crisis. So those are the things that are coming up just in perhaps the last two days of coaching leaders at this time. Yeah, it's certainly um, a time of change, isn't it, and disruption for everyone. Um, so, t- talking about um, approaches to coaching, Margaret, how what what would you could you say about your approach to coaching and the way you've um... yes, uh, sure. Um, I, th- I think there's two words that come to mind, um, and it wouldn't be just my personal approach. It's the way we we encourage all of uh, all of our coaches to work. Um, so, two words would be transformational and and um, systemic. Um, and the transformational coaching, this is really sort of being able to work at multiple levels with with uh, the client. So um, and it is and it is a shared endeavor, really, coaching. So it's it's very we, we work in a very relational way and we support people to really look below the surface. We look at actually helping people to maybe take different perspectives, shift their mindsets and really understand, get some self insight into um, you know how that what their impact is like on others, and so it can they can make long term behavioural changes, and then looking at things systemically. And what we mean by that is is looking at the connection. So, um, if I think about my own personal system, I might think about uh, you know how resilient I am physically and emotionally, and that's very very important now when people are under such incredible pressure and very isolated. Um, thinking about their own sort of personal patterns and their own support systems and how they interact and connect with others. Uh, then they might have their team system and all of the dynamics that are playing out within the team. And that's going to be very much um, uh, stretched at the moment because people are not physically together. You know, and that's I mean, that happens anyway, but it's particularly difficult at the moment. And then, of course, each of their team members will have their own systems with their own um, family lives and, and working lives, perhaps colliding in a, in a way that they're not used to. Um, and then we have the whole kind of business and stakeholder system. And we know that all of the stakeholders, stakeholders are incredibly under pressure at the moment. So I think the, the systemic approach is more important than ever. And to be really looking at how you coach the kind of connections between those different different systems and looking, of course, at, at the wider world. So and we know, you know, more than ever that uh, how, you know, changes in one part of the system really impact everything else. And in terms of the whole, you know, virtual thing as well, presumably you've um, experienced um, coaching with clients um, virtually already. Have you got any sort of examples um, of how that's worked? Yes. I mean, we do it all the time, actually. I mean, most many of our leadership programs are blended so there will always be a or usually be some sort of virtual um, part of that program Uh, we often do sort of one-to-ones so if we're working with a team we'll do one-to-ones virtually before we meet but we have done some entire um, programs or coaching um, 
coaching relationships that have been done virtually. Sometimes we coach people virtually because we're just not in, you know, the same geography, but they particularly wanted a, a, a specific coach. And that, you know, can work really well. I Also thinking of an example where we developed leaders as coaches and the entire program was virtual. So this was a very large global FMCG company. And just to sort of share some of the factors that made it work well, I think one of the things was that there was a great attention paid to actually building the trust in the group, in the cohort, which enabled people to be very honest and authentic in their learning. Uh, we had a very committed cohort. They were self-selected. And as well as a committed cohort, we had a very committed and involved internal champion. And that made such a difference because it connected the internal um, with the external. So it was all it was it was very easy for me as a facilitator to really um, sort of feel as though it was sort of embedded in the organization. Uh, and then one of the processes we used that worked particularly well was I facilitated some uh, series of virtual practicums which are which are practical uh, skill practice sessions with small groups where each person uh, had an opportunity to practice live peer coaching and the rest of the group acts as what we call shadow coaches where they can focus on different elements of the process and give feedback and do timeouts and there's a huge amount of learning at lots and lots of different levels. Um, I think they really also made the most of the learning and the cross-fertilisation of ideas by working with people across boundaries, that people they'd not normally interact with from different parts of the business and also very different geographies. Uh, so I think that what you can do is, is, is virtual. You can really use virtual to your advantage um, to actually connect people across the system. Excellent. Yeah, that's no, that's a brilliant example. Thanks, Margaret. And um, yeah, really um, makes you realise that the buy-in to the whole thing is a really important aspect as well, isn't it? But um, that possibly is a discussion for another time. <laughs> um, so, Danella, what would you say is different when you're virtual rather than face-to-face? -face? Are there certain elements that are important? Well, I think I think there's some great advantages that are slightly different. I think one can be very creative and very pragmatic. Um, on the creative side, if you think about somebody who's going to be coached in an office, in a normal corporate, they've normally got a different meeting room. So as they walk into that, they already know this is a different context and they can relax into coaching. When somebody's virtually, they might just have come off another meeting on the same screen. So there's more emphasis on how do you help uh, the client become focused, um, centered, not distracted. And there's lovely creative things one can do. We do some mindfulness exercises, sometimes for as long as five minutes, where people are just focusing on being present. And that in itself creates a huge opportunity for people to, to think differently, work differently, which is an outcome of the coaching. Uh, on a pragmatic level, because we're working virtually and because many of us as consultants, I think, have so many tools and techniques, as things emerge in the coaching situation virtually, you can bring out a tool or, uh, or a technique that one, we often have a GP in terms of our leadership programs, but it's very in the moment and very, um, very sort of um, timely. The other bit is if people are now coaching, uh, being coached at home and they're working from home, remember we it's lovely just to get people to think, well, they're not just in a small space. And so what we do is we help them make use of the space. They might even be coached in a child's room 
I had a client who was on a beanbag and a client, that's where she got some of her privacy. But we use some of the objects in the room to help her think through some of these very rational problems, but not in a rational way. And it's amazing how much creativity came out of that. So through virtual, it's not narrower. It's actually using much more of a space than one gets in a coaching room or somebody's office. And there are many, many more, I think, but I, don't, I didn't want to say, um, you know, I don't want to take too much more time, but that just gives you hopefully a flavor. That's excellent. Yeah. And I'm looking around my space right now and thinking, what objects would you pick in here for me to focus on? Um, well, that, yeah, that's really interesting. And that um, gives a perspective of perhaps how different, you know, the differences with, with virtual coaching and um, to face-to-face. Um, so obviously that's given us just a sort of brief taste and a brief, brief overview. Um, but it'd be good to just have sort of, you know, a little wrap up from both of you just to sort of give us a one line on what, you know, um, your take on virtual coaching and what it offers, you know, right now. Maybe, Margaret, you could um, step in there. Yes, well, I think it can offer a bit of a lifeline. I mean, you know, as we've heard, people are very isolated at the moment physically. They're working under a lot of pressure, often, you know, trying to look after their kids at the same time or whatever. And uh, so it's a bit of a lifeline when they're working virtually. There's a tremendous need, of course, for everybody to to show leadership uh, in this huge uncertainty when people are not at all sure what to do. Um, and I think they, they really deserve our support. Mm. Excellent. And Danella, have you got some thoughts? Well, I'm just listening to Margaret thinking, isn't this the time when true leadership is going to show up? And if coaching can help bring that to the fore, I think really we've got a great opportunity for people to make some of the, the right decisions. Not all decisions are going to be right, but I think coaching can help people make better decisions in these times um, without reacting too spontaneously too much in crisis, too much in panic, because one of the things we didn't speak about is coaching does help people slow down and think and reflect. And even in this speed of daily information changing, I think that's what leaders probably need as well. Yeah, no, I think that's excellent and um, really relevant, um, at the, you know, right now. So um, thank you very much for your time today, Danella and Margaret. been great talking to you about virtual coaching and thank you very much for your time. The Performance Matters podcast is brought to you by GP Strategies. Together, we can create a world where business excellence makes possibilities achievable. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts and listen on our website at gpstrategies.com slash podcasts.